Yes, it's episode 55 of Griff's Brain Dump and it's me, Griff, obviously. How is everyone doing? It is late on a Sunday. I'm recording this because I've just come back from Arlo, Arlo 10 for my niece's birthday. So celebrating that with the family. It's all about family. Um, so I'll be doing that today and um, I am so tired so I'm going to just try and power through the podcast um, again this one though is podcast I'm just doing it for the consistency for the consistency um, you know always ask how your week been what have I done this week well it was Sunday gigged um, in Shoreditch the one I got my hair cut for um, what a strange gig it feels like ages ago since I did that I haven't been at work this week had the week off. I said it's going to be productive. I said I might do some writing. Didn't do any. Said I'll go to the gym every day. Didn't go once. <laughs> I mean, if I do some life admin, nah, I did it all today. So, but I needed the week just to relax, just to chill. Um, I was a gig last Sunday um, with Tanya Moore, Ori Styler, and Todju. Um, if you don't know Todd, guy from the Balls of Steel, Millicent Black guy, he was there. Um, first time I've performed with Tanya and Todd, both fantastic comedians. Weird crowd, though. Um, you know, when you perform and gig in front of a, a crowd that have a rave to go to after, you just have a lot of faces looking at us to go, why Why are you talking, though? That why? Is this man trying to be funny? Like, when's the music? Because I come to dance, innit? Like, I'm just here, having to sit here listening to this man chat shit. And this girl here, she's chatting shit now. Why is the next man chatting shit? Why are they here chatting shit? Like, where's the music? Why is there all these chairs? And So it's like, people aren't there for comedy. A few are. A few aren't. It's just, it was a strange room. I don't like the room. I love the promoter, but I don't like the room. It was a narrow room. Just sat at the back. You need binoculars to see the stage. It was weird. But it was a fun gig, though. When you learn something from each gig. So that was fun. Uh, Monday, played football. Tuesday, uh, watched football. Watched Spurs draw against Juventus. The mighty Juventus. Um, and had a little meeting with my friend, Daddy Boy Walsh. He's been on the podcast before. About our show that we hope to be taking to Camden Fringe Festival. So, fingers crossed um, we get that all sorted. Wednesday, Valentine's Day, St. Valentine's Day. Didn't have any public declarations on uh, on my social media. Because I just know, if you, just tell the person you're with how, they, how you feel about them. You don't need to be posting it everywhere. You post it everywhere just for what? Just for other people to go, yeah, we're good. With relationship, yeah. Look at that, my boyfriend cares about me and loves me. Look, look at what he's done. Look how much I'm spending on my girl. It's like, it's the fuck off. You know? Meanwhile, you're in someone else's inbox. That's fuck off, mate. So, no, I, but I did stuff for Valentine's Day. We, we did fix Interestingly, actually, it was interesting. Went to um, went to a tea tasting experience, so I learned about tea, and I learned that everywhere you can grow tea, you can grow coffee. Apparently, uh, another thing I learned: there's no such thing as uh, well, there there is such thing as herbal teas, but a lot of herbal teas aren't actually teas because they contain no tea. Tea's a plant, and they're actually 
infusions or tazans. You're fucking welcome. You learn something each week on Gross Brain Dump. You learn something on the podcast each week. They went for some afternoon tea and then went to see Your Face or Mine um, recorded live. Very funny program. Jimmy Carr and Catherine Ryan. So there you go. That's what we did for Valentine's Day. Yeah, all right. You happy? You happy I did something for it? Shut up. Thursday, performed at the Comedy Store in London. That was good with some professionals. Um, had a nice talk with the guy who runs the comedy store. Um, it's hilarious because, you know, I was told he wanted to talk to me after. And in my head, I was like, all right, shit, this is it. This is the moment where he says, you are amazing. How have I not seen you before? Uh, no, nah, he didn't say that. Nope, no, 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 no. He was, he was quite critical. But understand what the word critical means. Critical, if you remove all your human emotions critical just means just pointing out the things he didn't like he didn't say oh shit didn't say that just pointing out the things he didn't like and some of them are stylistic which i'm going to ignore because that's just who i am but other things i took a step back i was like eh, do you know what that's a good point let me take that on board so you just gotta take these things on board um, you know, I've got some comedy competitions coming up. I've got the Amuse Moose quarterfinal on the 24th. You want tickets for that? That's on my website, um, darrengriffiths.com. Also, I've got the Laughing Horse on Monday, the 5th of March. Like I said, they're all entertained mammals of some sort. So those are the competition times. What other gigs we've got coming up this week? Yeah, Judy Loves gig on 23rd. Up in Dalston, if you're about, in East London. I'll be on stage there. Um, again, details on the website. And... Yeah, see, oh, an Angel Comedy Club. So, yeah, in Angel. That's on the, on the Sunday. There's, there's gigs everywhere. If you want to see me chat shit, yeah? There's loads of opportunities to do it. I'm looking forward to this week where I'll be on the Black on Black podcast as well this week but um that's stuff of my week and stuff actually let's talk about stuff that's actually been going on in the world and this actually ties into what i did this week so went to see black panther we if you um, haven't seen black panther i'm going to talk about it a bit but not massively i don't i can't really talk into much detail I'm just on my own but one thing i'll say if you have any young black girls in your family any young black girls in your family, take them to see this film. If you want to see some fucking awesome black female characters, yeah, take them to see this film. See, get Stop your daughter watching bloody love and hip-hop and real housewives of bullshit and basketball bitches. You know, any, <laughs> all of that stuff. No. You know what I mean? Keeping up with the Kardashians. None of that. What was it? Kardashians. Whatever you want to call them. But look, just none of that. Get these little girls to see Black Panther. Um, just awesome. Awesome characters, man. Flipping awesome characters. Good film. Um, no real critique for it, really. Um, what I will say, it, it's, it is just as good as any other Marvel film. But... I guess just because of what the visuals, 
it was nice to see, you know, that many black people. One thing I will say, they don't know that um, I'm not sure if I was but I made this up, but there's a lot of guns, a lot of guns in the film, and also quite a lot of black on black violence, <laughs> which I've been discussing this week, ironically, about black on black violence. But no, it's you. Crime is proximal, and you you commit crimes against people you live near. Um, and Wakanda is a black country, so if something pops off in Wakanda, it's likely to be a black-on-black crime. As it is in Jamaica, Nigeria, anywhere in Africa, anywhere in the Caribbean, you know. Same way that in India, it's brown-on-brown crime. Yeah? In China, it's... Are you allowed to say yellow-on-yellow? Yellow? Are you allowed to say that? Yeah, I've said it now. It's white-on-white in Europe. You know, that, it's just... It's just so it's a lot, there was some black-on-black black violence in in Black Panther, but it would have been virtually impossible to make a film called Black Panther set in Wakanda if there wasn't any black-on-black violence, you know? But, um, but like I've been saying all the time about this film, pe- people have been, black people have been really excited for this film, and, you know, it, it lived up, it lived up to it. But I will say to anyone, if you, if you did watch this film purely because it's got black characters and it's in a black setting, and it's got black directors and stuff. You know, you... You can just watch Nollywood. Just watch Nollywood if that's what you want. <laughs> you know, you watch, that's always been there. Unless, you know, unless you're trying to diss Nollywood. You can't be doing that. But um, but the film's good, man. I recommend anyone to go see it. Um, I didn't go in the whole Dashiki or Agbada and stuff. No, I just went in... Um, just went in my everyday clothes. But... Did that on Thursday as well before I went to the comedy store. Friday, I went to the theatre, Dominion Theatre, to which, watch a Chinese play called Shen Yun. Um, which was about, you know, historical China. It's really good. Visually amazing to watch. There's no words, so I didn't have to understand Mandarin or Cantonese to understand what's going on. Um, but they had, like, uh, hosts or narrators. Not narrators, like hosts. Between each dance so they would come out so just before it go oh now this dance is is to reflect the Han dynasty in in this time before they went to war they would do this and this this is a typical scene and then they have them dancing and doing backflips and shit and it's flipping amazing to watch but one thing that was there they kept on talking about this religion called the Falun Dafor or the Falun Gong and they kept on talking about it in a way that, oh, and it's really, it's really political. Like they kept on bigging up this religion and shitting on communist China. And I was like, what, what the hell is this? Well, it's this kind of propaganda thing. Like, what, what is going on right now? And I'm not gonna lie, I immediately was kind of, I went against it. One because I'm not religious, so they're talking about religion. I went against it. Two, because how they were dressed. The religious people, like they're all dressed in like traditional Chinese stuff before, but then when they're talking about this religion, they're like wearing these chinos with these polo shirts tucked into them. They look like Mormons who worked at Butlins. It was just, yeah, it just felt creepy and weird and brainwashy. So I was like, what is going on? What kind of Chinese Scientology is this? And I thought, no, no, Darren, don't be judgmental. Don't be judgmental. 
let's go read up about it. And I read up about it. Fucking hell. It's nuts. If you've got time, just Google or Wikipedia Falan Dafa. Falan Dafa or Falan Gong. That's F-A-L-A-N space G-O-N-G. Falan Gong. Get on Wikipedia, read about it. These people, they like they they combine Buddhism and Taoism. And they basically like a spiritual way of life that they live. But because it got so popular in the 90s that the Chinese Communist Party is like, no, this is challenging the Chinese way. So we are now going to make this illegal. And then you start putting all smear campaigns and propaganda videos out about how dangerous this group are. And they brainwash people. And then they imprisoned people for practicing it and torturing them. And stuff. And now there's a whole scandal about them killing these practitioners and harvesting their organs. I'm like, what? This seems outlandish. Read about it. Seems like it's fucking happening. It just shows you just how small our internet world is. You know, like we think because you've got the internet, we know so much what's going on in the world. But you don't. The cookies and the algorithms, they just show you more of the shit you've been seeing. So I don't see anything about China because I don't retweet anything about China. But, oh, if someone gets shot and they're black, boy, it's right on my news feed. If Harry Kay scores another goal, oh, it's right on my news feed. So, you know, it's just, um, it's nuts. All these crazy things going on in the world. It seems like it's going on right under my nose. I just don't think we're wired to take in this as much information as humans. That's my honest view on that. It's my honest view on it. But, um, yeah, just read up about that. It was inter- super interesting to see people get... It's like proper, proper persecution. Like, it's nutty. Nutty stuff that I'm reading. Like, people getting, like, lashes and getting their legs and skin burnt off. Just because they won't denounce the faith. Now, maybe because I'm not religious, I don't get it. But for me, surely your God will forgive you if you just denounce the faith. I mean, you're there, you're about to get your eyeballs, like, poked out. And they go, do you believe in this? Just go, no, no, I don't. I don't don't believe in this. Because surely your God knows what's in your heart. So they know you do believe in it, and you just lied. So you could keep your fucking eyeballs. Imagine that. You get your bloody eyeballs taken out in the name of your God. You get to the afterlife, and they're like, nice one. Nice one there, but... You're not coming into heaven. What? What? Why not? Uh, you. You didn't. You didn't read the small print, did you? In my book that I sent you, Dad. Yeah. I said that you shouldn't combine combine different textures and and cloth. Old Testament stuff. Still counts though. You're not coming in. Mixed cloth. Sorry. Hey, I told you. And you've been eating shellfish. Yeah, I saw you have a crab stick when you was 19. You were drunk. You didn't realise it was a crab stick, but you had it. And you didn't ask for forgiveness. So, you may have lost your eyes. Um, you believed in me, but your actions speak louder than words, my friend. And you've had one too many violations. So, you're not coming in heaven. You know what I mean? As that, I'm sure your God would understand Look, you know I said I didn't believe you. You knew I was lying, right? You know everything. So I just had to keep my eyes. It doesn't make any sense. Like, which God would actually want you to lose your eyes for him? 
or her. Hey, not even the neediest girlfriend would want you to do that. I don't think you love me. You, you, you got your eyes. Someone asked if you love me. Then he'll take your eyes down. You said you didn't love me. She's like, yeah, but I do love you, babe. I, I do. You do. You've got to take my bloody eyes out. No, no, Gary. Fuck off, Gary. Check the piss. He asked you a simple question. And you couldn't even say you loved me. But, babe, he was going to take my bloody eyeballs out. He was going to take my eyeballs out. you got to understand, babe. No. Do you know what? You're sleeping on the sofa tonight. Uh, that's always made me laugh when men have to sleep on the sofa. Like you didn't pay for the bed. If you're pissed off, you sleep on the sofa, love. No, never understood that. Now, yeah, if I if I'm pissed off, I'll sleep on the sofa. But if you're pissed off, I'm staying in the bed. I've got no reason to get up. No reason even. Yeah, I'm not moving. But um, <laughs> tangents. So, so this is what the brain dumps about. It's just me just just being tired and just reading off what's on my mind. Um, what else was going to say about the show? No, the after show went for a drink. Fuck. Fuck, you know. Um, went to a cocktail bar first. We all had cocktails. All about £10 each. That's all right. That's all right. Next place we went to, we met some other people there. We was in some flipping hotel lobby. And you know when you walk into a bar and it's expensive because you're just seeing way too much marble. There's marble finishes and no music. You know when someone's... When the place has no music and marble finishing, low candle lighting, and just nice things that just haven't been broken. You're like, oh God, this is a nice bar. This is a very nice bar. There's people behind the bar wearing ties for no fucking reason. And why have you got a tie on? You're pouring me a fucking drink. They have no pumps as well. These are all signs you're in an expensive bar. No pumps. You can't get anything on draft. What beer do you have, mate? We have Poloni. You say, oh, okay, right, that's the first beer you're starting with. Right, I see. So as soon as you walk in there, I was like, it's my round. So we had cocktails in the last place. <laughs> Not doing that. So person i'm stood at the bar with she's read it as well so i've gone i have a lager cool my mate i'm with she's gone yeah i'll i'll have a have a gin gin and soda all right i'll have a mate she hasn't she hasn't read the, she hasn't read the scene what's she gone for porn star martini if you don't know what that is that's a passion fruit martini with a vodka base and a fucking glass of Prosecco as well. A shot of Prosecco, actually, is what it's meant to be. These fuckers serve the glass. I've bought three drinks here, right? And I can't even tap my card. Can't tap my chip and pin, no. Because the round came out to £37.80. I was like, fucking hell. Fucking hell. £37.80. I'm, I'm livid. I'm livid. And literally half of that was that one drink. And I didn't even look at the bill. I bet they put on a service charge as well. Because these kind of places do. You go to the bar and they put on a service charge. Like, fuck off. 
There's no other option. It's not a service charge. They didn't provide an extra service. This should be inclusive in the price. Don't split it out, you prick. Um, it just happens a lot. It always happens. I, I, like, I can't just blame women. I've seen men do it. It does happen in different ways, though. Women do it. Usually when it's a group of guys, you're ordering drinks. You know? You have three lads. One of them brings their girlfriend along. So, all right, what are you having, mate? Yeah, I'm a, I have a Guinness. What about you? Yeah, I have a lager. What about you? I have a cider. Come to the girl. What do you want? Cornstar martini. It's like, what? What did you hear? I'll tell you what she heard. Right? As a guy... That drinks order, what you heard was pint, pint, pint. What she heard was different drink, different drink, different drink. So she's going, ah, do you know what? Paul Star Martini. Love a Paul Star Martini. He's so, oh. so he comes to drinks, comes to the pain for it. Matey's cider, £4.50. Matey's lager, £4.50. Matey's Guinness, £4.50. Her Paul Star Martini, £10. That shit like that. And then when it's going in a round, so yeah, my round. Okay, I've bought four drinks there. Gary's round. I always like making up these names. Gary's round. He's bought four drinks. Neil's round. It's his girlfriend. He's bought four drinks. Now, what's Stacey going to do, Neil? It's her round. She's there. Just, oh, I'm off my head with Paul Star Martinez. Tell you what, Neil, this round ain't coming back to me, mate. You either pay for a round or she's doing it or you two just fuck off. Never talk to us again. All right? Falling out over you and your bird. Um, that shit happens. Well, guys try it as well. I've seen guys do it in the round. It's my round. What are we having, boys? Yeah, beer, beer, beer. Oh, I'll probably have a double JD and Coke. You, you What? Are you fucking for real? All right. All right, see what this is. Cool. Gary's round. Yeah, beer, beer, beer. Yeah, probably another JD, double JD and Coke, mate. Nice one. All right, Neil. All right, cool. Comes to Neil's round now. Neil's like, what do you guys want? Biz, biz. Yeah, all right, cool. Neil comes back. What you got, Neil? Oh, just fancy the water. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, Neil. No, no, no. You're, no. See, because what, what seems fair is that he buys himself another double JD and Coke. That isn't what you should do. To make it fair, both you, both me and Gary should have bought another double JD and Coke. That's how you should do it. But even then, I ain't happy. In a round, it means you're ordering drinks that are similar in bloody price. Don't fuck about. But if someone's not drinking... Don't, don't make them get into the round. That's a fucking piss take as well. Mate, he's drinking lemonades all night. And you lot are just like, yeah, beers, beers. You can't, you can't get the lemonade guy in on the round. No. Anyway, enough about me ranting about rounds and stuff. It's setting the world to straight, isn't it? Setting the world to rights. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's, um, that's yeah, that's, this should be my week. That's, that's been my week. That's what I've done. Uh, didn't watch... Football today, Spurs just just like to play more games than we need to. They just like playing extra games. Give, give the fans value for money. You know what? Why play? Now why play fifty odd games a season? We can play sixty. Just keep them getting replays. Why not? More ticket sales at Wembley. But genius. Levy's a genius. Draw the game. 
get more sales at Wembley, get the tickets, man. nice, get some money in, but, um, let's get to the part of the podcast that people really like now, and I like it, so I look forward to it each week, because I don't look at it until I get here, um, how long are we into the podcast to work out how many of these I read out, we are... 24 minutes into the podcast. I'll, right, so that's 10. I'll go and spend 10 minutes on Deirdre. Darren does Deirdre. Ah, that's what we're going to call this segment. Darren does Deirdre. 4D. Um, first one. Boom. Can't keep it up. Woo! Erectile dysfunction. I'm seeing a fabulous woman with a high sex drive, but I have a hard time getting an erection. What can I do? I've met a great woman, but I'm worried I'll lose her due to my erection problems. I am fine when I masturbate, but I sometimes struggle to even get aroused when I'm with a woman. I'm 39, but it's always been like this. I bet you watch the fucking nuttiest porn, that's why. You watch that crazy porn where, like, the woman's eyeballs are popping out. The guy's got full dick and balls in the back of her throat. So the woman's just trying to give you, you know, a human blowjob. But that doesn't suffice for you. You need a large vomiting out of her nose. So when she's there just licking the tip of your dick, you're just like, it's not doing it for me. It's not, not doing it for me. How am I meant to have sex with you when you haven't got a 40-inch dildo up your ass at the same time? Ugh. Didn't realise this was just first base. Hey, didn't realise we were 15. Fuck you, hell, love. I think that's what it is. Let me read on before I judge the guy. My penis isn't exactly large. Five inches when erect, which I think is part of the problem. I think you're in your head, mate. Average penis size, ladies, is actually three inches erect. So... Any guy above that, we're massive. <laughs> That's what we need to do, guys. Start spreading the propaganda that the average male penis is three inches. And every woman should be happy with a man who's over three inches. Um, but five inches isn't... I think it's five inches maybe below average, I think. But no one knows. Guys, if you're going to have to fill it out on the form, you're going to lie about your penis size. And I've started seeing a fabulous woman. She's 36. Has a high sex drive. Uh, to, sa- to satisfy her, I've been using Viagra b- bought online. I realise this is not a long-term solution, but what else can I do? I think you... Yeah. But that's it. Get out of your head. Stop watching porn. You're watching fucking, you know, Lex and Mad Dingo and Shawn Michaels and them, man. Fucking packing, like, 40 inches of cock. And you're like, yeah, I'm not kidding... I've got a small penis. It's like, you haven't. You've got a normal-sized penis, mate. Um, I'm in the car. I'm going to have to switch the engine on because my battery might run out and I'll lose this recording, which will be crazy. So how can I do this with not switching the lights on? All right. Let's... let's uh, so now I've just got the lights beaming into someone's house. Um, I'm going to switch them off. There you go. I'll switch the lights off. Right, that's cool. Right. All right. Now I've got the air conditioning on. Let's turn that down. So you just hear the purr of the engine in the background. I have to do this. I'm going to lose the podcast if I don't. Um, next one. I forgave my cheating husband, but now he says he doesn't love me. Should I ask him to leave? 
uh, my husband confessed to a brief affair a year ago and I was now and he has now told me that he does not love me like a partner should fucking hell so when he was balls deep in the other woman he was like I fucking love my wife I love her I fucking love my wife I'm balls deep in this other bird but I fucking love my wife I love her how I should maybe maybe that's what he's thinking it's not me for six we, we are both 42 and have a 16 year old daughter and a 15 year old son they found out about the affair and are angry and ashamed of him. Um, he said the affair was a mistake and we decided to stay together. Of course it was a mistake, he got caught. I forgave him, but it was in the background. We have always had a loving sex life, so I assumed he felt something for me. But he says he's realised his family never talk about their feelings. Should I ask him to leave? Oh, dear. Um... It's, it's, I mean, if he's fucked out on you and he says he doesn't feel for you and you're still asking whether you should leave, I think you're not going to leave. So I think you are going to carry on dealing with a guy who's not interested in you. So he'll probably cheat on you again. Who knows? Right, next one. Um, This one isn't a sex one. Last one, oh yeah, last one, I'll get on that. So, two more. So, how long have we got on the podcast? How long? How long? Oh, cool, yeah, 29. Right. Stealing my step. Stealing step. Oh, right, cool. I'm going to set this engine off. I think I've got enough juice. Enough juice to see this podcast through. Here we go. Ah, switch these lights off because that's annoying. And there you go. Right. Stealing stepdaughter. My stepdaughter used my debit card to buy designer gear and I don't know how to approach her about it. Go, oi, slag. Pay me back. You filthy slag. Um, oh, she's 17. All right, don't, don't call her slag. Unless she's sucking off all the boys in class. Anyway, uh, my 70-year-old stepdaughter has been using my debit card to shop online. She came to live with her dad and after falling out, after falling out of her mouth. Okay. I'm 39, my husband's 43. She asked him for designer shoes for Christmas and he said they were too expensive. The next thing, the shoes arrived for her. When we questioned it, she said she'd got a bonus at work. Well done. And then my bank statement arrived and that exact amount had gone out to an online retailer. I got the money back, but what now? Um, You tell the bloody... You tell your husband, isn't it? Boy, your bitch daughter's using my card. Beat her and send her back to her mum. That's it. Just go away. What the fuck's going on? You can't use my card. It's piss take. That's it. That's what you do. This is us there. Fuck her feelings. I mean, why is she round with her mum as well? This kid's obviously got some problems where she rouses with her mum to the extent she has to leave. Now she's using your card. Maybe that's why she's round with the mum. Ex-husband's like, oh, my ex-wife's a fucking crazy bitch. And then now you've realised, no, she's not. It's just the daughter's flipping wild. So I think that's what you do. Um, do it with the... Yeah, don't talk to the daughter directly. Talk to the dad. And make sure you're there when he talks to her. And she'll probably be like, dad, I can't believe you're taking... You're taking her side over mine. Oh, my God. No one likes me in this family. First it's mum, now it's you. I've got no one. And she's, she's going to be that type of girl, isn't she? 
And that's when you just slowly give her a hug. Just hug her. Bring her in close. Then just wrap your arm around her neck. Just make a tight headlock. Just a sleeper hold. She's like, that, 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 that. Just, just, just hold it. Just a little long. Just a little long, a little long. You're annoying. You're annoying, daughter. I love you. But I think it's, this is for the best. Just like, don't, don't do it too, too long. Then just let it go. Let it catch her breath. <gasps> it's like, right, listen. Here's how we solve this. Don't do your shit like this again. That doesn't have to happen again. All right? Everyone shake hands. We move on. That, that's how I deal with it. That's why I haven't got with anyone who's he's got kids. So I'd have to choke out the kids. And um guess I better not have any... Yeah, I'd better not have any kids because that's his own kid there, isn't it? Ah, uh, nah, fuck it. If my kids are bad, they might get a sleeper hole. Anyway, uh, dear Deirdre, I want to tell my boyfriend I had drunken sex with his cousin at a family event. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Bomba clot. Oh, clot. Should I confess? What? Look. Now you've done it, right? Here's the thing with cheating. Now you've done it. You either just leave and don't tell anyone because what you're just gonna fuck up their family, or you just carry on, carry on like nothing happened, and just wait for this fucking undetonated bomb to explode in your face and take off your feet. So I would personally just leave and not say anything, give no explanation, and just be like, I'm gone, I'm leaving. That's it. I'd make up some excuse. Jeez. Let me read what uh, what what else he said. During his parents' silver wedding celebration, I had a huge row with my boyfriend. Slag. His cousin tried to console me, but we ended up having drug assist. I love that. But we ended up. His, tr- his cousin tried to console me, but he ended up having sex. Ended up having drunken sex. How does that work? He tried. Like he's trying to hug me and, and I tried to wriggle away from the hug and, and then, then I dropped to my knees and his cock was in my mouth. And I tried to pull it out of my mouth but then I slipped and fell forward again. And so it was all in my mouth. And then, oh, so I got up trying to, like, after his cock was in my mouth and, you know, then my skirt just fell up. Over, like, I hopped it up and, you know, my knickers were pulled to one side. As I was trying to pull my skirt back down, but I pulled my knickers to one side accidentally, and then he tried to console me again and hug me to calm me down, but then his trousers fell down and his dick just went straight into me. And, oh, he tried to console me, but we ended up having drunken sex. It's, I don't know how it happened. Um, <laughs> I've been in my partner for two years and we love each other. I'm 21 and he's 20 and we plan to spend our lives together. We have recently talked about moving in together, getting married and having kids. For his parents' special celebration, they had a big party at a country pub. There was lots to drink and things were going well. Then my boyfriend said he wondered if we we would still be together in 25 years. 
I was upset because he spoke about a future event 25 years in the future and he wasn't certain about the outcome. I'm such an emotional and an unstable woman that because he couldn't predict the future in 25 years, I fucked his cousin in the disabled toilets in the local pub. <laughs> That isn't what's written down. That's I ad libbed. Um, then my boyfriend said he wanted if we would be still be together in 25 years. I was upset he could have any doubts. See, there you go. He could have any doubts. And asked him why he thought we might not be. He said he was only joking and told me not to be so childish. I can't believe he said I was childish. So I showed him the most adult thing I could do and that was fuck but because I was angry at him I fucked someone else his cousin anyway so things got out of hand and we had a blazing row he stormed off to the bar and I went outside to cool down a bit his cousin followed me he is 34 and was really kind and gentle and hot so he told me not to worry that most couples have rows and we could sort it out right cousin doesn't seem sleazy here it was cold outside and i started shivering he put his arms around me to warm me up and suddenly we were kissing no 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 what kind of traps in the closet nonsense is that you're 34 year old cousin man Kissing your 20, well, was just, you're 14 years older than your cousin, and you're kissing your cousin's girlfriend. We found we found a quiet spot in the pub garden out of sight of the others and had sex, but I felt terrible afterwards, and so did he. How? You, so you escalated. You moved from one spot to the other. Listen, I haven't been a guy who's done dirt before, right? In the like way in the past. When you move from one location to another, you do have time to think about it. And you do mental gymnastics to justify your bullshit. Now, this guy here and her, there's a point when you're, you're searching for that secret space that no one can see you. That should be the point of going, maybe we shouldn't do this. And this is why I just think humans are just animals. Where's that higher part of the brain that goes, what the fuck are we doing? Instead, you're like, no. You're just knocking over empty pint glasses, getting your back door smashed in over a fucking wet, soggy bench. Uh, anyway, I now feel so guilty and think I ought to tell my boyfriend. But when I talked to his cousin, he said it would do no good. Of course, nothing good's going to come from this. His wife left him last year because he had an affair and told her. He said confessing would devastate my boyfriend and upset the family who adore me. He said that he would kill himself if it ever got out, as his family would hate him so much. What should I do? So this guy, he's, he's thinking about himself uh, again. But he's right. You, you Don't tell the family. Just No, just don't. Don't tell his boyfriend. But you should leave. You should leave. Like, if that ever... Because if that ever comes out at any point... Oh, God, the rage. The rage. Having to beat up your cousin. He's older as well, so... At 34, he's got better fighting moves than you at 20. 
He's got that natural strength. Bit more, he's wilier than you. Like, ugh, you know what I mean? Y y yeah, it's not the one. Oh dear, that's that's tragic. What's going on in the world? Why are some people just off bounds? Up, like cheat respectfully if you gotta cheat. <laughs> Cousins, why family? I guess it wasn't premeditated, but still, the accident is just ridiculous. Ah, oh, dear. Ah, oh, no. Ah, oh, no, look, that's where the podcast on that. But that is just fucking horrid. Horrid, horrid behaviour. Um, but, yeah, that's the end of the podcast. Um, watch out next week. So I'll be on the uh, Black on Black podcast with... Brandon Palmer and um, Cheryl Blue. It's a Join us next week. Catch you later. Bye.